put it on a shirt, turn it to a show Just to show this ain't a joke, I'm never gonna choke When I'm tying up the rope, so here we fucking go It's time to get real gas, it's finally here at last It's the doom and gloom podcast, it's finally here at last It's the doom and gloom podcast, it's finally here at last Doom and gloom podcast, it's finally here at last The doom and gloom podcast Hello, welcome, we're now live, so this is gonna be episode 30 of the doom and gloom podcast Just gonna invite Dan Sven Yes, how's it going? Good, buddy, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know if you were going to wear just like a, just a balaclava or something, but you're fully like... Yeah, they, they don't make things for um, glasses wearers, so it's something that I've had to fashion myself. Fair enough. <laughs> Looks good. I've switched the uh, camera around, so I'm actually better lighted now because it was pretty bad in the last one. So. Yeah, it looked like you were filming in... Um like a broom closet or something yeah i don't know why like when i had it on a full screen it looked fine and then as soon as it switched to like this the double it looks horrendous but it looks a lot better now so i think it was just the lighting <laughs> sweet man where are you outside in your garden i'm in the garden with the jankiest setup going lovely <laughs> uh yeah i've got made a couple of notes hopefully you have we'll just have a, a nice little coffee in a coffee in a chat like uh over there Love it. So, how have you uh, how have you found your podcasting? Um, it's been good. Like, I really, I really enjoyed. Like, I kind of set out to do ten episodes and do series rather than a continuous. Like, like we discussed before, like a uh, like a two hundred episode series. Do you know what I mean? Because you want you are a very. Um, I think that you said that you wanted to get like, um, like a big number of episodes, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I like the idea of it wrapping up to like a hundred or, or like a thousand or something just ridiculous, like a big number. Imagine talking to a thousand people though. Um, right. Um, so I broke it down and I decided to like, see how it was and see if I enjoyed it and stuff. I just thought I'd do one series, 10 episodes and just see how it went from there. Um, and then the like... I had a really good idea for um, the like the the series finale, but I'd already booked somebody in for the tenth episode, so I was like, I'll just do eleven episodes. Um, so I ended up doing a like a guest co-host on the on the on the series finale of series one, which was with JCP Flash as my co-host, and we our guest was um, uh, Stubbs. Uh, Stub of clubs, um, and they obviously from the same town in in it's Wrexham, um, so that was really good. Really, it was a real it was a real good laugh. It worked quite well. I think there was too much overlap and stuff. We didn't really plan it beforehand. We just kind of winged it. Sometimes they're the best ones, and you literally have no notes or anything. You just say, like, "Yeah, let's have a chat." So what happened? Like, genuinely, can be some of the best conversations and chats. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and the the series as a whole, like everybody was sterling. Like it kind of it it started out as um like like talking to like loads of different creatives, you know, different companies and things like that and, and you know, independent brands. Um and then it ended more towards like tattooists and um flash painters and stuff like that. Um 
yeah, I think it was just kind of a natural progression. Like I'm not opposed to having um, other brands and, and other creative styles on there, but I think that, you know, it's just it was something that was just going to happen naturally. Mm. I found that quite hard actually doing like the podcast I wanted just to be like anyone. So like creatives, artists, tattoo people, other brands. And I think I ended up doing a lot of tattooists in a row and it kind of felt very, not samey, but like there's certain questions you ask and I feel like they're the same ones you ask. You, you want to know the information from different people and like their perspectives. But like that's why I'm, I guess, trying to pick different people now because it's, it's more interesting. And I think more interesting for me and probably like people that listen to it as well. Yeah, for sure, man. Like it's it, like don't get me wrong. Like with um, even with like having people from the same background and having people from uh, the tattoo background and flash paint and stuff, it's still a, a, a diverse group of people. Like you're not going to get like the, the people aren't the same. Yeah. So it's still good to chat to to different people, um, and yeah, like everybody like to give me their time and their and you know be really openly um you know like really like um really open with with even personal issues and and then mm. things like that like it it was yeah. really like it's quite humbling you know like to have people that want to share that and openly share that with you and yeah man like like so much love for those people um and the the 10 episodes actually did only turn into, sorry, the 11 episodes did only turn into um, 10 episodes because one got taken down. Um, and, yeah, but I'm not going to, I'm not, <laughs> it's difficult, man, because, like, I'm not, I'm not going to start bitching about people. Mm. But that's not me, man. Look, that's, that's schoolyard stuff. He says wearing a balaclava. Yeah, I think I listened to the episode. Like it was a good episode. So there must have been stuff outside of it. Like it was, and it yeah. was it was family. It was family um, oriented. It was it was something to do with my family, and um, it was it was very much um, you know my family is one of the most important things to me, and that's that's something that I'll always like. I'll always back them, do you know what I mean? So, um, but also it could have been against anybody, the, the thing that happened, and it still would have been the same result because, you know, it's not something that I would, it's not something I take into, you know, into my moral kind of remit, do you know what I mean? But yeah, that's, mm -hmm. from that small thing, and then like we started recording um, Series 2 and then, it kind of everybody was only able to do Sundays, and Sundays is a day that I rarely ever get to myself. Like today is a is a is a rarity, um, and yeah, I'm still not like by myself. Do you know what I mean? My partner's here, and but my son's away, and um, so yeah, like it's hard to kind of continue with that if you've only got such a limited availability. Mm, I found that like it's sometimes a struggle to find guests. And then it's, it's like even harder to try and pick a day and narrow it down and actually do it. Like one of you's bound to like cancel or have something come up, which I found a lot. Like I've booked loads of people in, and then all of a sudden I'm down to like oh one a month or something. Mm. 
yeah, for sure. But um, I think um, back to the the thing you said about people opening up and, as well. It's weird, but like being on this platform of like a podcast or like a video chat, or whatever, you'd imagine people wouldn't be as open. But I think people just like to be heard and feel like they're being listened to, and then it just kind of they feel like at ease, don't they? And just naturally want to talk about stuff. Mm. Yeah, I think that like, this is the first video chat like or video live I've kind of done. Um, it's not something that's really like something I'd be eager to do, but like I just thought, you know what, like you, you, you give me that like that confidence and push and platform to kind of find my way, my own way into into doing podcasts and and. and mm getting over like a certain sense of social anxiety um and so i felt that this like this was probably a like a uh, i can't think of the word but like if i was going to do it with anybody it was it was it was going to be you type things you know what i mean because because you give me that in and you give me that platform to 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 move forward with something of my own and i just felt that this was probably You'd probably be the only one I ever do. Um, but yeah. Awesome. <laughs> um, are you likely to come back? Because I know you said you've kind of, what, had a break with the podcast because everyone's been busy. Have you got more planned in and stuff? Or I've got a full series um, of guests. Um, and this is probably going to be a little bit longer, maybe 15 episodes. Um, and I've booked in a really good series finale or something special. And... Um, but I'm looking forward to every single one. Like, there's um, there's a really good mix of people, um, from varying um, kind of degrees of of their like it, it, their the, the stage they're in their journey, whether they're just apprentices or the junior artists or fully fledged artists or whatever, really well established or not as well known. There's a really good mix of people in there, and. Yeah, man, I'm looking forward to to kind of getting back at it. It's something that I've really missed, um, and I want to try and get some more episodes done before uh, the the school holidays. This is a big summer holiday because then I'm going to have like literally like every day is going to be with my son. So yeah. it's going to be um, I'm going to struggle to find time even more so then. So I'm really hoping to get some more um, some more stuff done before they break up for school makes sense i don't know if you found it as well but like i think yesterday i was on such like a, a high like or a buzz from doing the, the live and like it's something that i put off for ages like and i never wanted to well i always wanted to but never had the confidence to like jump on camera chat to people like the podcast was an easy way to kind of i guess build up the confidence to the point where i'm happy but yeah yesterday I was like screw it we're gonna go live um did it felt amazing afterwards and i think you get that from the podcast as well like it is the, the chance people hearing their life stories. Um, I feel like I come away and I've like done a bit of like self-reflecting, done a bit of business planning. Like it's just it's so good. Like I think I can understand why more people do it, like do a podcast because it's just it's the best thing. Yeah, a hundred percent, man. Like I actually I always come away. Like when I when I've recorded most of the podcast episodes, I've done it like while my while my lad's been at nursery, um, and then like I'll record all the way up to like 10 minutes before I have to pick him up. So like then the, the, the buzz, like walking to the nursery, like that's when I deal with the, with the, 
the aftermath and how you and how mm. feel and stuff and yeah man it, it's it's a good feeling I'm not going to say that I don't get anything out of it because I 100% I get something out of it every time um, and there hasn't been any like I think sometimes you talk to people and you think like oh this is going to be like a really good episode I'm really looking forward to this and like the conversation doesn't flow as well and it's kind of like really drawing blood out of a stone and yeah. I'm very fortunate to have like have had like none of those instances that like, everyone's been really like chatty and some people it's like some people it's the first time I've ever spoke to them verbally like if like with Same. yeah yeah like a like an audible thing rather than just messages and stuff um and everyone's been like yeah everyone's been amazing man like really like it's been really really good moments like my brain is is really shit um, and my memory is terrible. Um, yeah, I know. I know there's been like really, really good moments, and I can't single any out. But like that series as a whole, like I couldn't, I couldn't have hoped for a better series. I couldn't have hoped for a better reception as well from other people. Like I've had a, a few people message me in the last few weeks actually, and been like, "Are you still doing the podcast? Because we kind of miss them." And I'm like. Yeah. I didn't think anybody would ever, if I stopped doing something, if I started doing something, I didn't think anybody would like it. But then when I stopped doing something, I didn't think anybody would miss it. Do you know what I mean? So, like, when I get messages like that, it's like, it's it's kind of, it's touching, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's really, um, yeah, it's really, like, it gives you a little sense. Like, I'm not, a, I'm not a, an overly confident or like egotistical, arrogant person, but it, it does definitely give you something. Um, and yeah, man, it just make you feel good. Like I'm not going to lie and say that it doesn't, because it does. Um, but yeah, man, like I don't do this for for anybody to like me or do you know what I mean? Like I just do it because. Yeah. Um, I'm just sorry. I've just seen Jace Jace pop up and say I definitely missed them. Yeah, uh, there was one. From uh, your inks as well, uh, we said shout out to both of you, big legends, which was nice. <laughs> oh yeah, hundred percent, man. Big love to Dior. Um, that is one of the episodes. Um, like he really made time. Like he just had, I had such a busy schedule, and I was really restricted with with childcare and things like that. And he was just like, do you know what? I will do the episode while I'm working while I'm inking somebody and I was just like that's if you want to do that and you feel comfortable with doing that that's wow. <laughs> um, and he did and the episode was banging like it genuinely was it was a really good episode and me and Dior like we're, we're, we're good friends you know what I mean um, but he kind of approached me when I was kind of reaching out for, for people for series two and um, he was kind of like I'd really like to do the episode again like if you would have me back as a as a return guest, and I was just like, yeah, man, for sure. Like if you're not happy with something, I'd rather you say, I'll like, mm. come back and we'll we'll do a different set of questions and and uh, and yeah, man. Like I'm all like, there's nobody I wouldn't have back on. Yeah, no, I'm exactly the same. It's it's nice that everyone I've had on, like you said, conversations have been super easy. Like it's not been getting blood from a stone. It's been really nice to chat to everyone. There's no one I wouldn't have back on. And a lot of people like yourself or Simo, like, been on, like, two times already. Like, so 
it is nice that people want to come back and chat to you because it's not just like oh, I've done it like I'll move on I'm never listening to another one like I'll forget about it like no I want to keep coming back on and updating and talking to everyone and like it's just really nice yeah for sure but like I think that's I don't know about yourself but like as I said like with me with so much, I don't really I don't really like a lot of people like and they're nicest in the you know the least horrible way possible like I don't I don't really like people as a whole I think that the general yeah. Are awful, um, and being part of this community and being given like the chance to kind of do something with it was like it was a little bit like anxiety filled, um, and it took a lot for me to kind of get to that stage. You know what I mean? Um, and everyone's been so lovely. Like genuinely, like I couldn't have met like a nicer bunch of people. Like, ever. there's been one or two instances where I'm just kind of like, I can take a leave this now. Like I'll just kind of, I'll put my distance. Like I won't cause a big fuss about it, and I won't start going blocking on people on Instagram and stuff. But mm. like, because that again, that's very petty. I'm you know I'm 33 years old. It's not, it's not something that's, that I'm gonna do. Um, but there's definitely people I've just kind of distanced myself from. Um, but I think that's just natural, you know. I think that's just that's not exclusive to any kind of community or whatever. I think it's just life, and you you haven't got to please all of the people all of the time. So, yeah, man. yeah. I think it it takes it takes like a lot of skill or a lot of um, like I guess personal will to like to see a relationship or something that's not working and kind of distance yourself from it. Like, but it's quite a talent. It's something that I've got better at. But yeah. Just to have that balls to be like, you know what, it's not working. Neither is again anything from this. Yeah, it 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 is like it is difficult, you know. But there's 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 definitely a sense of, and I do think it's something that you get as you get older. Like it's not something that I've always had that that kind of mantra about. But it's about. I think I've said it before. But it's about it's about quality, not quantity. Like I could have five people that I talk to every day, and that. And if those five people are the five people that are the, the the people I get on most with, then I don't need twenty people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, as I said, the the people that I fuck with now, and the people that I talk to regularly, and um, the people that are in the the groups and the, the chats and and the Discord and all the rest of it, like the most lovely bunch of people, and a couple of um have become like really close friends and we kind of talk daily and and um yeah i'm not going to name drop or anything like but like, you know who you are and they've kind of helped me and you know i've supported them and and i think that's how it should work you know people say like um even relationships and stuff you know it should be 50 50 it should be equal now nah, because if it's 50 50 each only giving half it should be 100 percent on every side Mm. should be given 100% and, and that's the kind of I don't say that I, I think that I have um, an expectancy of people like I don't expect anything from people but I think that the right people will also, like they'll, it'll just be natural for them to give you the right people will, will give you what you need do you know what I mean from a friendship or a relationship or whatever yeah it's definitely a piece on that like sense of community like getting a lot from people if you're surrounded by the right people 
I've definitely realised that a lot, like, in the last couple of years. Like, if you're surrounded by a good group of, like, peers or friends or whatever, it helps massively just in life. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, and, like, yeah, it's 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 one of those lessons that maybe can be a bit hard to learn. It might take you a few years. But, um, yeah, it's definitely learning earlier rather than later. Hmm. Doing my questions. It's all right. <laughs> um, are you, have you re- before you carry on? Have you like um, have you have you had the the holiday blues yet from your from the uh, the honeymoon and stuff? No, no, not really. Um, the the wife kind of has. She wants to go away like already. I think before we'd gone on honeymoon, she was trying to plan like on our holiday that we were going on next. Uh, no, I think it's quite lucky because we have to come back and it's really nice and sunny, so it's not been too bad. And kind of my work that I do now is pretty chilled, so it's not like I'm super stressed or super like need to do a load of work really. So yeah, going back to like a full time job is just a bit of a yeah, it's an easy job really. So no, no blues or anything. I'm quite lucky. That's good, man. I think I felt it more coming back. So we went to Thailand like two years ago. I felt it more coming back from Thailand because I think the like where I, where we were in life, like the job I was going into was just horrendous. Yeah. So going from like a, a super nice like paradise type holiday to then coming back to a shitty job was just not not it. I think as well because you'd got married, like there, there was still a buzz there. About with... Oh yeah. Rather than it just being uh, coming back from a, a jolly, do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, definitely. So I'm just uh, refilling. <laughs> oh, you're lucky. I'm sat in the garden and uh, I don't have anything to refill my, my cup with. So, is it black coffee drinking? Yeah, yeah, just straight black coffee. You don't drink. You don't have sugar. Nothing. Nope. I've gone for this one today. I did see uh, you. You've got a catheter here and stuff, man. Like it's. It's a bit, it's flat day, that is. Yeah, I got a little um, like coffee grinder downstairs, so I like open a bag, get a nice smell, stick them in, grind it, and you're like, oh, it smells amazing. And then, yeah, coffee just tastes brilliant when it's like... Like, like, like I like coffee, don't get me wrong. I have to start the day with a coffee. I am sadly turned into one of those people. Um, and my partner manages a coffee shop. Um, oh, right. And so I do get free coffees from that certain said chain um but i don't think i'm really a, a, a coffee aficionado just yet i think it's um i do have like like powdered rather than granules like instant granule coffee is is is, is arse in it like um but like it's like the powder version of instant coffee and I'm, that's about as flash as i go Mm, oh yeah, so speaking to Aaron yesterday, who like is a coffee roaster, I realised that just I don't know anything. Like I thought I knew a little bit about coffee, but I just I really don't. And then I realised that it's uh, it's kind of because I'm just too lazy. Like the grinding the coffee and putting it in the little cafetiere thing is about as fancy as I get. Other than that, it's just instant coffee because like it tastes okay and it gets the job done. So you're like, eh, I'll do. But yeah, I think that if you like what you like, it don't really matter. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Exactly. Oh, I got your little. 
Oh, lovely man. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> It's like my, I said, like it is genuinely like my go-to shirt now. Like it's one of the, I think it's the shirt I wear the most. Like by a country mile, like easy. The, the shirt I wear the most. Just the graphic on it's sick. Um, yeah, I was really happy. With that. I was like, I kind of want like a Reaper and like the Doom and Gloom logo with like. And they're uh, like, yeah, okay, and just did it. I was like, yeah, that's exactly perfect. The only shirt <laughs> I think probably beats this for me, and I don't own it. Um, is the the um, the PMA Garfield one? Yeah, can't wear See, one. That's one that's been annoying. Like I said it to I think Aaron yesterday that like I love that idea, but like positive like mental attitude. I've changed it to positive Monday attitude, and then I was like on oh, Garfield, and it looks amazing, and I thought it was going to sell really well, and it's just not done anything. But really, I just I just yeah. think from well. It's, I suppose it's personal preference, but I think in my experience, people, they might really like the design, but because it's a white T-shirt, like, I think, for me anyway, like, I don't I don't buy white T-shirts. I can't wear a white. Um, so I've, I've recently taken to wearing some pastel colours, um, but yeah. I've got 40 black T-shirts on my clothes around. I'm the same. Everything, i got, like, black jeans, black shoes, black T-shirts, pretty much, is... Yeah. Oh, so maybe if I change it to like a black with Garfield, it might work. Oh, hundred percent. If you if you are able to um, if you're able to switch that up and it, it'd be black. Like I reckon the sales are double easy, easy. Mm. And um, even for me alone, I'll probably buy two or three. <laughs> I just love Garfield, and I love that that twist with the with the PMA. Obviously, is a big strong message, and it's. It's obviously heavily referenced in tattooing and has been for a number of years, um, and 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 like again with the, the old the vintage cartoons and stuff being referenced in in tattooing, I just think the whole T-shirt works. And it's, it, the only thing that I, that, that stopped me was um, was the fact that it was white. Yeah, I don't. Know about, but... um, I'll look at changing it later. I think, but no, that's kind of again kind of what we spoke about yesterday me and aaron was like how do you get brands to stand out and stuff and that's kind of what i've been trying to do is like garfield but loads of people watch it when they were younger as a cartoon loads of tattoo people like use it as a reference or people get tattoos and then it's got my little like positive monday spin like positive monday attitude spin on it so it's not just mm-hmm. like here's a garfield t-shirt but it. it's like a little enough of a spin that's not just like pumping shit out yeah for sure man um it's um it's hard to do something different it's hard to do something that makes gives you that edge and um and it's the same with with tattooing like a very it and, and flash painting it um i think it's more about putting a style like your own adaptations of of classic design and and, and moving with that um classic design examples of that is like um Al Commons, Tattoo, um, Reagan, Craigie Tats, um, uh, Jake Ralph just started as well. Like all those guys, like mad, mad props to them because they're doing something that's um, they've got that kind of that style. And also, obviously, my boy um, Black Dog, like his his color palette alone sets him 
mm. miles apart from everybody else. Like I could see, even if he painted like a, a classic Sailor Jerry design with his colour palette, I'd know it was him. And that's something that he's worked so hard towards. And his tattoos oh, yeah. are, are coming out every every week. He's getting better. Like, like big shout out to Brando. Like, mm. like it, it, that's that's got to be something that's quite hard, I guess, as a, as a tattoo. It's like going from you have to practice these, like get really good at doing letter and get really good at doing like these basic shapes and designs and stuff. Do it repetitively, and then like now find your own style or just pick one of these. You're like, what? <laughs> But yeah, like Brandon having his uniqueness that you can tell it's his. It's, it's so good. I think, like I said to you the other day, I managed to, I bought his third little book that he's done, mm. and now I've got all of them. Like, stuff like that I absolutely love having and, and flicking through. Like, it's, it's lovely. I've got, the, I've got the digital copy of the first one, and I've got the hard copy of the second and third. Um, I'm re It really bothers me that I haven't got the hard copy of the first one, and he's not doing reprints. But he left. And I don't think anybody will be willing to part ways with them because they are such amazing books. Sorry. Mm. Do you want? <laughs> it always comes. He only ever wants me when I'm talking. Like, every podcast, I think probably like seven out of the 11 podcasts. Probably about seven out of the 11 podcasts. It, like he came in and wanted me at some stage, but he never ever wants me. He's not. <laughs> he knows. He certainly does. Cats are cats. Genuinely, are assholes, aren't they? Yeah, they're the perfect little dickheads, really. <laughs> um. Yeah. Oh yeah. What? So what else have you been up to since like the last time we we chatted? I know you've done obviously. Uh, more art, you've done the cool little skateboardy things, you've done coasters. Um, what else have you been up to? What else have you been doing? Um, I'm, I'm trying to, I, I'm trying to branch out a little bit and do things like, like you said, like I've just done those racing coasters and I'm just doing another batch towards the end of next week. Um, I've got a uh, like an arts market, like, a, like an actual stall. Um, at an event the first week in July. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, it's something that um, it's hard to get into because they want you, most places want you to be registered as a business with the tax man and they want you to have public liability insurance and all the rest of it. And I'm just like, that ain't going to happen for me. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's genuinely not going to happen. So, But this one, it's a bit more chill. And I don't know, man. Like, I, I, like I'm trying to do... I don't like doing it. And I, I said to somebody the other night, like, I feel like I'm pandering somewhat with the designs that I'm painting up for it um, to what crowd is going to be there. Cause it's not a tattoo crowd. Like, it's just like a, like a Joe Public type crowd. Yeah. And I said the other night, I was just like, I feel like I'm pandering to them with the designs that I'm doing and I'm painting. And he said, you're not pandering. You, it's a smart business decision to cater, not pander. Yeah to cater to the people that are going to be there. Mm. So you, even like we say with like the Garfield thing, you could literally just do like a run of cartoony type things that were popular when we were younger and that would probably sell really well, wouldn't it? Because you'd be like, oh, I used to love that. Like, Yeah, so I've done, I've done some like cartoony bits. I've done some Star Wars things and 
Um, somebody made some recommendations last night, Marvel and Simpsons, things like that. Oh, um, yeah. So I'm going to see what I can do with that. Something my brain comes up with, but I've, I've, uh, I've only got a few weeks left. I've tried to, I've tried to, to, to uh, like stockpile painting so that to beat the algorithm on Instagram, I've got something to upload every day, even if I miss a day. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And, and that pile is dwindling rapidly. I've taken a couple of days off. Um, you make every day, even if for an hour or something. But there was three or four days where I went through, um, uh, like last week, whereas I got some really bad medical news. So I, um, I kind of just, I did, I just didn't have it in me. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I, I just tried to come back from that, and I, I, I lined the sheet last night, and I don't really do bigger sheets than A5. Like pretty much all of my designs are just one design, A5, and then that's it. Um. But I did. I started an A4 sheet uh, last night. Did a bit on it before this this call and stuff. And yeah, hopefully to get that finished tonight again for the stall. Um, but yeah, other than that, not like just just life. Just you know, um, uh, being a being a parent takes up the predominance of your time. I think. Um, yeah, like that. <laughs> So, yeah, just that and just, you know, just doing what you got to do to survive, I suppose. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, man. Trying to survive under a Tory government is a challenge in itself, I think. <laughs> yeah, it is, right? It's definitely getting worse and harder and shitter. Well, I put one of the questions down. I don't know if you answered it. What have you uh, learned or realised from doing your own like podcast chats? Has there been like a moment of like, oh shit, yeah, that's a, a good idea or a good like thought, or is there anything that stands out with that? I think what I've learned is that there's still genuinely nice people out there. Yeah, I, I genuinely, that's something that I think that's the biggest thing I've learned is that there are still good people out there, and um. And it's something else that's refreshing. Like, it is quite. My series one was quite male dominated in the in the in the guests um, that I had on, which wasn't an intentional thing. Um, and there's quite a few women in um, serial in the lineup for series two. Um, but it was nice for men to be so open about mental health and things like that. Mm. Um, and that's something that's very important to me. Um, and to hear so many men speak so openly about mental health issues and things like that, that's something that I, that, um, that was really important to me as well. Uh, that's one of the biggest things I took from that. Um, because a lot of people genuinely, um, <coughs> excuse me, a lot of people genuinely use their creative outlet as a, as a therapy and and a, a coping mechanism almost to mm. escape or deal with or process or unwind and decompress from everyday life or mental health issues or things like that and and yeah that that's probably the, those are the two biggest things that I took away from it probably um uh yeah i don't, I don't really know what else like I, I, i've 
I've had a couple of people say that I use big words, like um, that I didn't. I'm not super educated by any stretch of the imagination, but I really love language. Um, mm. And if there's a word that I've never heard before, I will go away and Google it to know what it means. And then, because I've never used a word I didn't know what it meant. Um, so that's another thing that it's probably pushed me to be a bit more um, uh, fluent in more compound words. That's just something that's personal for me. Um, but yeah, I do love language. Um, so yeah, probably those three things. I have, I'd, I'd probably be more, but I, I feel like, I don't know, like this is still kind of... Um, kind of an anxious kind of situation so uh, I'm going to mm. struggle more on the spot I think yeah I think you're right about the um, opening up side of thing I think it's like it's getting there but because like men for so long have been told to kind of get on with it it's very hard to it's like generations worth of change isn't it like we're almost at the stage where it's a lot easier but it's still kind of hard so that's that's definitely something that's yeah interesting to chat to people um yeah, the uh, yeah. work as well, like, that's big as well. I don't necessarily do that so much, and, like, I don't learn any new words or whatever, but I think talking to people is massive, and I really enjoy it. Like, it's, it, it bellows me out, and it fills me out so much just down to people. Yeah, 100%, man. Um, and something else was that, uh, that I learned quite quickly is that wherever people are from and however much you think it's a shithole, like if if you're from somewhere and you're like, yeah, it's a shithole. I'm from there. It's a shithole. But if somebody else says it, you're like, hey, it's my shithole. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, and that was something that was quite funny. It was quite a running joke in the, um, throughout the episode of how, yeah, it's my home, well, my home yeah, city. Yeah. Um, no, it's very true. It's like you hate where you're from, but you're very protective. Like, yeah, it's, it's weird. Oh, yeah, 100%, man. Um but yeah, that was that was something that was quite funny that resonated and if through series one. Um yeah. Uh I think that's probably all I can all I can probably think of on the spot. But yeah, um I think yeah, that's what I took from from, from the podcast thus far. Mm. I suppose they're quite big things, so quite good that you you've done that so far. Can you give any hints away as to who you've got for guests wise, or is it all kind of and the rest. Ooh, uh, do you know what? I'm, I'm genuinely. My memory is so terrible, and every time that we that a message pops up, I half read it. And of course, Joe's come off and said, <sighs> um, "I forget the question." This is like this is really. Um, I can't remember what we were talking about. I've completely yeah. It was just about like who your guests were. Can you give anything away as to uh, your next right. season? Or as I previously mentioned, like um, my my memory is really. Cool. Um, I had um, uh, Connor Freeman from Losers Lounge Tattoo. He was my first episode. Uh, yeah, he was my first episode. He was my first episode of series two. Um, and then uh, I had my good friend, Jack Martinelli, um, as the second episode. Um, outside of that, it's predominantly tattooers. 
Like uh, as I previously mentioned, it was uh, um, Dior Inks is coming back on for um, nice. for his one, um, and oh, I want to to go on, um, and I've got uh, Little Sparrow tattoos. She's coming on. Uh, Liv Dodds tattoos. She's coming on. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Of, I'm blanking a little bit, but there are some. Some really, some really t- amazingly talented people who are coming on, and I'm really looking forward to it because I think the the crowd has somewhat the, the net's gotten bigger as to who is coming into it. Do you know what I mean? Whereas before, it, I was kind of like fishing in a small pond, just you know, just kind of asking people that are chatting mates and stuff. But um, yeah, there's a lot more. The, the net's a bit bigger, and I've cast it a bit wider. And yeah, I've, 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 I'd love to tell you who the um, who the finale was with, but I, I just... It's someone it, really famous, so you can't... It's, it's not somebody that... I wouldn't say they were really famous, but in the UK scene, they are... Um, they're really well-established. Um, I would say, I'd say personally, um, and they, their, their work is, is, is genuinely incredible. Uh, the one thing that I will say is it will be me interviewing two people and having two guests on rather than and so it's it's switched around so rather on series the end of series one I had a co-host so it's two interviewing one so it's it, this at the end of this episode at the, at the end of this series it's going to be me interviewing two people at the same time that's the plan anyway so I thought that might be it and these two people they work very closely together um, and they've done a lot of uh, work outside of tattooing together and st- like actually sleeping in together and stuff and so I think that that will make um, make for an interesting episode I'm going to save that one um, for the last one mm, that'd be really cool what was that comment today? I finally got my sound to work so I can hear you guys tuned in to see Balaclava and Coffee only to see Dan with a mask on <laughs> and everybody's only got my words before it that my name is actually Dan that's true. Out, you made up. Yeah, who knows what your real identity is? This is true. You only have what I tell you. Um, any anyone watching got any questions? I see there's like ten people at the moment, so. It's oh, it's, yeah, that'd be interesting to see. Actually, if anybody has got any questions that's watching, I think that now is the time to ask them. Baklava is a tasty Greek snack, Joe. Um, oh, had, I read that wrong. Yeah, baklava. Um, oh. <laughs> I can't make baklava. I don't know what baklava would look like, taste like, or anything like that. Um, I have heard the, the, the term baklava, um, mainly from Action Bronson songs. Um but yeah, and uh, Joe has an unfair advantage in that his partner is Greek, so um, he has a very unfair advantage of what, knowing what Greek food should look and taste like, rather than somebody like me who would have to do it out of a cookbook. Got any more Greek-related questions, Joe? <laughs> no. Always find that fun when you're like, any questions? Anyone? No. Cool. Thanks, guys. <laughs> um, 
how, what's next for you? What are you working on currently? Um, yeah, Aaron can't ask yesterday, nothing. Uh, no, it's really bad. Um, I've got two people that I've kind of maybe doing designs with, like two artists. So that's interesting. It just needs to kind of finalize and push that a bit more. Um, maybe doing a coffee collaboration with Aaron and his roaster. Um, Sick. So that might happen. I just came out of a random conversation yesterday. Uh, he said about a um, Ned Flanders style t-shirt with him. Like, yeah, yeah so... do that. So maybe that. Um, but no, I think like long term, there's a yeah. I think I said it yesterday. A skate store in Norwich is in like a church. They've moved in and they've got like a load of open space. So I really need to kind of approach them and say all this stuff I've got sat here, three chance I could have some space, putting it like, don't, you know, don't pay me anything, it sells, it sells. Um, but can I have some of your space to potentially show some stuff? Because I think more and more that's kind of needed in terms of like how bad Instagram is getting. Like you put a photo out and I think I'm getting about, I don't know, between 40 and 80 likes on like almost six and a half thousand followers. And you're like, that's pretty poor. But then you look at people that have got like 10,000 followers and they're getting like roughly the same amount of likes. You're like, oh, that's not bad. But compared to where it was, it's it's still horrendous. So I think I just need to think about ways of doing stuff outside of Instagram. Yeah. Um, or catering to the algorithm. So like this live thing is going to help massively like it did yesterday. Because doing a, a live or doing some reels pushes you further in the whole Aberin thing so that's gonna hopefully help be like two days worth of doing a live posting it like everyone that's interacting as well that really helps so like anyone that joins this question likes this, this stream whatever that will help push you further and further so yeah I think cater more to what Instagram clearly wants to try and shoot myself up the little um, algorithm thing and TikTok, I think, unfortunately, is the the other side of it. Is probably figure out how I'm gonna go me as the face of the brand and do fun little skits, I guess, or tell stories. Because that seems to be the way you get anywhere on Instagram. It's like here's a new T-shirt, and then like have some sort of story or like something behind it, not just like buy this. So yeah, it's that's that battle. I think is where I'm currently at. I think for a lot of people that Instagram is, it, it distances, um, although it does bring people together, I think when you're putting out work and when you're putting out a product and you're a brand, I think that people have a, a dissociation that it is a person, it is a genuine person, they're doing this because it's something they love doing. Um, and if they make money off it, then, you know, it's a bonus. Um and I think that the, the dissociation with people is that, you know, they forget that it is somebody putting in hours and putting in work um, mm. and that they love. So I think that that probably is the way forward with it is that you do kind of, this is my product and I'm going to tell you a little bit, uh, a bit about it. Um, so a couple of comments off, a question off Joe. Uh, have I ever tried, I'm going to pronounce this wrong. I've, I've had loads of people tell me that, there's two ways to say it. So I've pronounced it Giros because how the well, I went to Greece to try Giros, uh, uh, but a lot of people call it like gyros and stuff. 
Um, but I was vegetarian. I think vegetarian when I went to Greece. So everything had to be vegetarian. So the, the gyros that I tried, um, they were incredible. I don't know if you've ever had them. No. So the gyros that I had was like, um, uh, it was like, it's like, almost like a naan bread, like a flatbread type thing. Um, and then you have like, I had like chips, potato and, and, and salad and stuff in it. And then you wrap it up like a fajita. Yes, we did have that. We, we went to Greece and we had the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, um, like the hotel and then there was like a beach, basically not like a private beach, but like there. And one of the little, um, jacks had cold ice, ice cold beer glasses that you could put beer in. And then they sold that as well. Didn't know what it was. We just thought it was like some sort of cool kebab. But yeah, it's this wrapped up kebab chip type stuff, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. It's yeah. so good. We've tried to make it since we've been back and we just haven't been able to do it the same way. Like, I don't know it, what it is. For me, the, out of everywhere I've been in the world, I feel that the Greek people, I don't know whether it's just because they rely on tourism so heavily or what it is, but they genuinely the nicest people the most accommodating, kind, and generous people I have ever met anywhere I've been mm. in the world. Um, and, but the one thing they're overly generous with, which has put me in a lot of bad situations in the past, is Uzo, which is something <laughs> yeah. to clean my paintbrushes now. Like, it is honestly like paint stripper. Um, and it's a, it's a horrible... No one ever goes out and goes, hmm, I fancy an Uzo. Nobody does that. I'm telling you, if there's one person in this world that, that does that, fair play to you, more power to you. But I don't think there's anybody that goes out and goes, yeah, I really fancy an Uzo. Um, because it is, for anybody that hasn't had Uzo, it is genuinely like the harshest drink I've ever had. And yeah. they, were bringing, they were bringing glass over for me and the person I was with at the time. Um, over to the table, complimentary at the resort we were staying in. And they were like, you drink, you drink. And I was just like, uh, yeah, thanks. And my partner's kind of going, like, I can't drink another one, so you, but I don't want to seem rude, so you're going to have to drink them both. <laughs> Not I think, good... No, that's the kind of thing you used to trick our friends with. So I was like, oh, I bought you a nice drink here. It's this shot. There you go. And then they like dropped in like, Ugh. yeah. yeah. It's like, ah, Uzo's horrible. <laughs> um, and yeah, Joe made a good point. Then. It's, he said that that's why he puts his... His daft face out there. It's not a daft face, it's a lovely face, Joe. Um, but he does, when anything, with everything that he releases, he just kind of does put up a little, um, like a little thing of him being a bit daft and a bit silly, a bit wacky, and with whatever he's made. And, um, yeah. yeah. I think, but, fortunately, that's kind of the way it's going, isn't it? People want to see who the artist is, what they look like, or who the brand owner is, what they look like, what they're doing. And the people I kind of said yesterday that do it really well are like um, Rich from Abandoned Ship, um, Jack from Modern Streets, and then like Simo from That Life. They're all kind of people that are like, hey, this is what I'm doing today. This is what like behind the scenes kind of looks like. And then it's not like super silly. But then when they post something, like it's a t-shirt that they're trying to sell it, then you're like, oh yeah, but they did all that other stuff. And you forget that that's what they're doing. But well, that, that's definitely the way forward. Yeah, I think that it, 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 it some people would feel comfortable in doing something like that. For me, it's not something that I would I'd go out there and do. Um, but for people, for people that feel the ability, they have the ability to do so. Like, it, it's definitely going to work for them. Mm. 
it's, it's weird, you know, because this is the first time. Well, sorry, yesterday, yesterday was the first time when you were chatting to. Is it? Is it Alex? Uh, it was Aaron. Aaron, sorry, I had Alex in my head. Um, but when you were chatting to Aaron yesterday, it was the first time that I'd kind of seen what you look like, and obviously we've spoken loads. Mm. And you know, when you have it in your head that you, someone looks like the, the voice matches what you would have in your head. And you kind of do like a guess who, like Mitch and Max and, and, and Mitch and Mix and Match into yeah. what they would like. And then when I saw you on Instagram live yesterday, I was like, it's not what I had in my head at all. <laughs> what did you think I was going to look like? I, I, see, I knew you were going to ask this. Um, and I, <laughs> I, I genuinely, I don't think I, like, I could describe it. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I just thought you'd be quite, I don't know, heavily tattooed. Um, and I don't know. Like, I just, I think it's just like such a generalisation, but really, like really heavily tattooed, and mm. and uh, for some reason I thought you'd be bold. I just think everybody's going to be bold. I think I'm uh, getting there, but like not like you've, you've got a lovely head of hair, mate. Oh, you know, I always always have a nice big forehead, but yeah, the uh, the hair's alright at the moment. <laughs> mate, do keep you know while you've got it, do everything you want with it because when you lose it, it's uh yeah. it's heartbreaking. <laughs> so, uh, interesting you would say the tattoo thing like i do have tattoos but i'm obviously not like heavily tattooed um that was the thing i kind of struggled with as well where i was like i was like speaking to my wife about it i was like oh yeah but if i get behind and like show where i am and i'm not like heavily tattooed and i'm selling essentially tattooed merchandise like that's potentially gonna go against me i was like nah why would it like no people won't care like you have tattoos you are the brand you're putting out designs that you like and you wear so you are the brand it's not the other way around. The brand isn't, you know, like that kind of thing. I was like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. I think that, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but what you're saying is you didn't want to come across as like a fraud or jumping on some kind of bandwagon that's something that's very popular and feel like you're not, what you're portraying isn't something you live in. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Like all the people that I've seen that are like the brand owners have like full sleeves, maybe a neck tattoo and, and all sorts. And like, I've got like some on my leg. But that's that's it. I don't have like, I mean, I will probably get this arm. Like that'll be where I go next after I've done my right leg. But yeah, I didn't want to come across as like, oh, I own this tattoo kind of inspired brand, and I'm not like I don't have any that you can kind of see unless I'm wearing shorts. But and especially on here, like you can't see that I've got any tattoos because they're all on my legs. So yeah, it's it's very. I struggled with that for actually ages. I was like, oh, what are people gonna think? And then I'm like, ah, oh, I don't really care. Like, like I said, all the all the designs are stuff that I would wear or I would get as a tattoo. So the brand is me. Like you, yeah. Again, you're not put, you're putting something out there that's um, again that you love. Like and no one can yeah. tell you and can't love. Like you like what you like, and then and that's it. Um, but yeah, like I'm not super tattooed. Like I've got tattoos on both my arms. Um, and I haven't been able to get any work done for, like, I think it's four years now because of my illness. Mm. Um, and, uh, but yeah, like, I think everybody, everybody that I talk to within the community is probably heavier tattooed than me. Like, easily. Um, um, but it's, it, it, I get what you're saying. Like, it is, it is difficult. It's, it, yeah. Mm. 
I think probably the uh, the beard kind of helps it look because that's maybe a little bit more in the same like avenue as like heavily tattooed. So I've the beard. I got like a sweepy hair thing that helps. What is books books closed? What is books closed? They discussed this topic. Who said? Who said sorry, what was the I question? Was, uh, J- JCP Flash. Have you listened to the new episode of Books Closed? They discussed this. Oh, I'm guessing is that a tattoo podcast? Books Closed. That would make that would be a good name. Yeah. Yeah, Books Closed, and then there's another one uh, that Joe recommended to I listen to called How Much for a Sleeve. Um, <laughs> uh, again, amazing podcast. Um, I can't see that that comment that Joe put that question that Joe put. Um, I haven't listened to it now. Um, my time is very what limited, and when I when I tend to do work, I do it stand. I paint everything standing up in my kitchen. I don't sit down, um, which is something that I've been ridiculed for by a lot of people um, because people can't comprehend not sitting down to to paint and stuff. Um, and when I do do that, I'll, my missus is like it's like open plan. Lots of kitchen and living room is yeah is in the same place more or less. There's no doors or anything, so I have my headphones in. Missus in the living room watching telly and what. Um, and so I have my headphones in and I tend to either listen to like a series on Netflix that you don't have to, that you've watched that many times, that you don't have to watch it to know what's going on and for it to be still like entertaining. Um, so mm-hmm. like the office is probably like a go-to for me. Um, or I, I listen to music. I don't really like, it's really hypocritical because I don't really listen to that many podcasts. Like it's something that when I come on yours, it was kind of it was a really kind of foreign, foreign thing for me, um, and I don't actually listen back to any of my podcasts. I've I've done it twice. Tell a lie, I've done it twice outside of editing, and that was only because I needed to find a reference for something. I hate the sound of my own voice. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something I'm still not, not quite used. To, but I still hear myself, my voice on a, a '90s answering for answering machine, and I think that's what I sound like. So, um, yeah. No, I haven't. Is it? Is the short answer, Joe? Sorry, no, I haven't listened to the new episode. No. Oh, okay. I thought it was going to be like around like tattoo business owners or something. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I've never, I've never listened to. I've listened to one episode of How Much for a Sleeve, and that was uh, a recent one of when they had. Um, Goldsmith Tattoo and Keely Glitters on because they're from they operate at, they have roots in Birmingham um, and they um, they opened a tattoo parlour in um, Leamington Spa which isn't a million miles away from Birmingham uh, and they've, their whole branding, their husband and wife um, and they own a tattoo studio together called Valentine Studio in uh, in Leamington Spa. And for anybody that can ever get down there, check out both their work because they both do amazing, amazing work. They're very different styles. Um, but yeah, that's the last one I listened to was Andrew John Smith, Goldsmith Tattooer, and um, Keely Glitters' episode. That was that was a good episode. That's the only one I listened to. I don't really listen to podcasts. I'm, I'm just... Mm. I used to all the time. I got really bad at it recently. Um, but I've made a note of books closed. I'll probably give that a listen because that sounds like it's uh, it would be quite interesting. Yeah, yeah man. 
I feel I that once you... Go you on. Go. I was just going to say, like... <laughs> I... <laughs> I don't really care. I got to the point where, yeah, if, like, if I kept saying, oh, I'm not heavily tattooed, the people can see, and like, they're going to not, like, have the same relationship with me as a brand owner because of it, and that's kind of... That's pretty dumb. Like... If I keep doing that, then I'm always going to put it off. Like, I've been thinking about doing a, a video live podcast for, like, two years. Maybe three, because I think the podcast has been going two, two and a bit, maybe years. So, yeah, for about three years, I've been, like, do live chats, because that'd be amazing. And then just always kind of put it off. and was like, nah, I don't want to do that. Like, what people say, you know? But then, I don't really care. <laughs> or, I'm trying not to care. That's the trick. Like, you do care, but you try not to show it. But. Yeah, absolutely. I could. It's it's a it's a fine line you tread, isn't it? Mm, absolutely. Oh. I keep seeing people join that I know, so I'm like waving at them or whatever in the uh, the comments. Oh, that's, that's cool, man. Um, I re- I'm really enjoying this like live stream. Though it's nice to see people like dropping in, dropping out. Kind of. I mean, not so many questions, but like yesterday we had those people. Chatting. And I guess today, yeah, today we've had those people kind of chatting and dropping comments. It's nice to see rather than just like me and you sat with like, or me and whoever with the microphone in front of my face and not really knowing or seeing any expressions. It's nice to have the little interaction as well. Yeah, man, for sure. Like it's a, it's, as I said, like it's a, it's a foreign concept for me um, doing like live videos and stuff or even when I've done reels and stuff, it's not, it's just like a, a creative process from start to finish. Um, mm. Yeah, this is a. This has definitely been um, an experience. Hmm, I've really enjoyed it. It's been another another great like little chat, and I'm definitely going to do it going forward. I think so. I need to find who my next guest is that wants to uh, to be live and have a chat. Oh, maybe I've I got could pick some. Maybe I could pick someone that wants to do like it in the evening, and we'll sit down with a beer instead. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's uh, it's five past eleven. So I suppose if you're on Aldi, you could get away with it. Wouldn't you? Yeah, that's true. I'll, um, I'm glad it wasn't my episode because I'll be uh, three years sober next month. So I um, probably shouldn't joke about it, but like I've been not drinking energy drinks for seven weeks now. So, and I keep telling everyone like that's quite a big accomplishment because I used to smash a load of coffee smash a load of energy drinks and now I'm down to like yeah seven weeks without one and I think I'm having about two two coffees a day and I was doing about seven or eight so yeah that's kind of my big accomplishment I guess which isn't the same as like yours but it feels good for me so I suppose well well done because energy drinks <laughs> um and I don't gen- I genuinely I love coffee and I do drink quite a bit of coffee now especially more since i've kind of branched out as to what i, I drink especially with um my partner working you know running a, a, a coffee shop um mm. i drink more coffee now than i probably ever have done but seriously i think the most i've ever had in a day is four and i felt like i could see through time um so but i don't know how people drink any more than that um and i don't drink caffeine after sort of three four in the afternoon something like that it's just just one of them rules I make for myself to for life to be difficult. 
Um, I never had the struggle struggle with sleeping. Like I could drink coffee at like eight nine o'clock and still go to bed at like eleven twelve at night. It's weird. I guess I got too used to it. But then like I dropped from seven or eight cups a day down to two. Like Tuesday I was having eight. Wednesday I went. I'm gonna have two cups today, and it was fine. I had no side effects or anything. It's really weird. I thought I'd be like headaches, craving it. I just, no, just got a little bit tired, and that was it. So. It's like anything though, like it's 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 you build up a tolerance to it. So if you're boozing yeah. if you have a drink sort of I don't know, three or four days out of the week, then you build you you'll take more to get pissed than, than somebody that only drinks once a fortnight, you know. And I think that the, the coffee thing's the same, like I could have four and I feel like I could run a marathon in about four minutes. Um Yeah. But um yeah, it's hard to anything that's got an addictive uh, component within it. Like obviously, caffeine is a massively addictive component. That um, I've been like um, dropping weight for, um, I think about, I think it will be about eight weeks now, maybe nine weeks. Um, and Coca Cola is my. I think since I stopped drinking, definitely Coca Cola is my handle, and it's so difficult to give up. Like it's so difficult. Mm. I think. I think I went from drinking like a two-litre bottle a day to nothing for four or five weeks. And then I had a can of Coke. And I was just like, God, this is like literal syrup. It's like literally drinking a bag of sugar. But I can't I can't help it. I genuinely can't help it. Yeah, fizzy drinks are, are bad. I think I managed to stop, but like I went to uh, sparkling water. And that was kind of, I mean, it tastes horrible, but like you get used to the taste eventually. And that's kind of enough of a, like a fizz kick to almost trick you into not doing it but yeah it's horrendous i went from as i said two liters two liters of coke a day to uh, drinking like sugar-free flavored water um and it, drinking water as long as it's ice cold like i don't mind it mm. but if it's like tap water or like room temperature water i'm a bit like yeah, I mean, like, yeah. Uh, it's it, it makes it quite difficult. I think you have to have something that's nice, that's tasty. Yeah, definitely. So, what has been your favourite product you've put out of twenty twenty two so far? Ooh, ooh, I don't know what have I got around me. Uh, probably is that either this, the little meowth. Yeah. Love little meowth. The, um, I think, like I explained it the other day, was Kitty Cats and Kitty Tats was the random idea I had because I liked the not rhyming, well, rhyming, I guess. I liked it, did a design years ago, like wanted to redo it, did a competition, and then, um, 8 Bit Core did it in like a live stream and was like, you want it as a collaboration? I was like, yes. Like, th the fact that Meowth is like tattooed and stuff is really cool. So he's got like Jesse and Pokeball, and just it looks really cool. So, this one, um, or probably what you're wearing, the uh, oh, like that logo hoodie, um, really like as well. Um, Sorry, probably those. Yeah, definitely. I think the the Meowth one's very clever. 
It's mm. a very design. Um, and of course, I'm, I'm biased because this is the sort of only shirt that I have by you. But um, yeah, it's definitely... Uh, it's definitely got one of my favourites, apart from the PMA Garfield one. Um, yeah. I think there's lots of stuff I've done that hasn't sold well when I thought it would. Um, I don't have it around me now. The, I did some water bottles with uh, Liv. So she yep. did the, I think, I don't have, I had a conversation on the podcast with, I forget her name, is it Shop of Shadows, which is Jinx. Um, and we talked about like, positivity drinking water and she was just like oh treat yourself like a plant so the, the design on the water bottle was um like vines and treat yourself like a plant i think on the side of it because you know water plant uh that didn't sell very well i'm disappointed that was last year year before this didn't sell well which i was upset about but scum hat nothing just weird i mean i sold something but like yeah, it's odd when you put stuff out and you're like, "This is a like loads of people are going to like this." And just nothing. That's go go. I've got the pin, and yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, it's one of my favourite logos. It's um, I don't. Did you get the? I'll ask you now. The the Love Park logo. Yeah, so I got a sticker. That's like a glittery one, and then I had like earrings done as well. Sick. Just all random stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was Rum's Gum. Um, I forget why, I think, did I sell? I think I said I wanted it. I was like, oh yeah, the Love logo. I was like, that's kind of cool, but could we do it so it says Gum? Because like, that kind of fits with his vibe, mine. Um, so I think he did it, and then I just sent him a bunch of stuff. So like a hat, loads of pins, loads of stickers. Um, and then he like gave them away to people and stuff, or sold them, so... But yeah, that was, I thought, something that was going to be really popular. And it kind of, I sold a lot of pins, some of the hats, given a load of stickers away and stuff. So, Wait, What other uh, colour did you do in the hats other than grey? That was it, just the grey. Maybe that's why they didn't sell, you know, I don't really wear grey. You know what I'm going to say, don't you? Do I'm black? Maybe. <laughs> think and i think that a lot of brands are under such a uh, an assumption that if it's summer black stuff won't sell sick <laughs> so sick I, I genuinely wear beanies all year round um, and now that i've taken to wearing a bit more of a brighter color yeah that orange one is uh that orange one's super nice um yeah, they but, were good. The beanies sold well as as well. So, yeah, I think that uh, a lot of brands are under an impression. Whereas, if it's summer, that black black apparel won't sell. But there's people out there, including myself, that would only ever wear black. It doesn't matter what the season is, um, mm. and not because you know you're you emo or you, you know what I mean. Like it's just genuinely something that you, if especially for people that have. Um, body confidence issues or body uh, dysmorphia issues and things like that. Like they just feel more comfortable wearing a darker collar. Um, and I think that's where a lot of brands tend to kind of lose, lose out is by going, well, it's summer. So people want pink t-shirts and white t-shirts. It's just like, 
I think generally, like, if I was to buy something, I wouldn't be wearing pink t-shirts in the in the winter. Mm. Like, I, not something I, I wear black all year round, and I think that a lot of people I think, do. I think you're right. Black always sells well. Um, I haven't obviously released or done it, but like I did a the S print of uh, I can't really say it like tie dye. Yeah, like, yeah. Tie dye something that always yes. Well, you could always do that on a black t-shirt. Well, do like the bleach first, and then the... yeah, yeah. But the tie dye, but it's it's black and, and and that orangey bleach kind of stain. Um, so there are always rays around it, and I think that speaking for myself and a, and a few people that I know, like I think black tea is probably it's something that you wear all year round. Like I'm not telling you what to do by any stretch of the imagination. To call it market research. Um, but yeah, I think that I think black tees or um, the only two qualities I wear at the minute I think are oh no three black like a pastel pink but that's only been really recent and um, uh, flowers and bones sent me a t-shirt um, that was like a stone kind of color. It's really hard to explain. It's like a brown. Is that the stone. like stonewash one that's like black but has like grey in it? That one or? No, 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 no. This no? this one is is more the that acid kind of wash one you're talking about, aren't you? Like the distressed yeah. kind of one. Like yeah, I'd still wear one of those. But the, this one is like um like a really like imagine the color of wet sand on an English beach. Right. So it's kind of like that color. So oh, and it, okay, yeah, yeah. And that's it's it's such a nice design and it's a lovely fitting t-shirt. Um, but the, like I think those colors like those are the only really ones I wear now. Um, mm. And as it's only been, it's only been black t-shirts for a number of years. Um, yeah, no, I'm the same. Black right? on honeymoon, I wore loads of different colours. I think I had like pinks and like like the pastels and stuff because I felt I don't know it was sunny like all the time, and I just, that's the vibe you get, isn't it? Like those nice pastel light kind of colours. But yeah, generally at home, it's white or black. What was that question? Do you think some products sell better at other times of the year because they are more seasonal? Yes. Yes, and like, yeah, it's weird. So like with the beanies and hoodies and stuff, you'll like most brands will discount them in the summer and they'll like they'll still shift them because they're discounted. Um so yeah, and then like I've got loads of joggers, like I keep thinking I need to discount them still. But yes. Joggers, yeah, yeah, they were a collaboration with uh, Forbidden 13. I don't know if you've seen them, they're like um, car, car brand, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, picture them afterwards. I don't know if I've got any to hand. No, I think they're in the other room. Yeah, they're uh, with their collaboration, so there's like two or three of my designs, two or three of his designs, like on the bottom skin of the joggers. Um, so, yeah, I think the, the seasonal thing is definitely. It is definitely something, but all that stuff that people would buy in the winter is discounted in the summer, and then people buy it then. So, yeah, I think the stuff just sells all year round because of it. I think another thing, um, in my experience, is, as somebody that wears their tees either big or baggy or, you know, not skin tight or fitted, is that there's a lot of brands. There's so many brands out there that I really genuinely like their stuff, and they just don't make it in a big enough size. Um, and I think 
that that's something that's quite there's not many brands out there that has a, a, a large range of inclusivity mm. and the biggest but it was like an XL. I guess for like smaller brands, the risk is like most people are the, the kind of medium size, so it makes sense to like heavily stock like medium and large, and then less so much small uh, and like XXL and stuff just because of like the risk. Because if you buy a load of it and you stock like five and you sell one, then like, what am I going to do the other four? They're just going to get discounted. So, yeah, that's the stick, stick. A, a big old risk. Stick them in the washing machine on a 90 degree. <laughs> Bring them down yet. Um, have you got anything else? Would you say sorry? Is there anything else? You got oh, anything no, I've got no... I don't think there's any other questions. No one's really said anything. I don't know if anyone's got any questions. Seven people. Six people. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely really um, surprised at the viewership of this episode in a good way. Um, I mm. think we've had um, like, I think between six and seven, but we're talking to six and 10 people watching like for the longest time, um, which is, it's nice to know that people are giving up their Sunday mornings to hear us two talk. Yeah, exactly. I, I think yesterday was interesting as well. Cause it was like Saturday what was it? It was 11. So it was getting on for like midday and it was interesting that we had like, I think about 10 people on average. So we got to like 14 and it dropped a bit, but on average it was 10. And I was like, that's a really big turnout. Like, if you think six and a half thousand people, but that's not all UK people that could be around the world. And then like, yeah, I was quite happy with that. And today it's been pretty good as well. Like seven now, that's, that's pretty decent. Like it'd be interesting if I do this as a, I'm going to have a beer with someone in the evening. Like, will I get more people? Because people will be at home on their phones. I think like six, seven o'clock at night would probably be a good time. Yeah. People are sitting down in front of the TV. Would they then tune in? So that's, that's going to be a good experiment, I think. Yeah, for sure, man. Got to pick someone now, reach out and be like, anyone fancy it? Like... Yeah, man, definitely. Um, yeah, it, it, I I haven't found a way of whether I upload my stuff in first thing in the morning or last thing at night or half through the day. It doesn't really change, you know, the interaction I get um, from what I've found anyway. No, I think it is doing the, they're not hacks, are they? Because I think Instagram don't hide it. But like I said, the doing reels, going live getting interaction is the stuff that's going to boost you. So then it doesn't really matter when you post because you're going to get more reach anyway. That's, it's not organic, is it? It's we favor people that are doing what we want them to do. And like with the live and the reels, that combats TikTok. So of course they're going to push you higher because you're doing the stuff that they're battling against at the moment. So yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, um, right. Well, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to, make this um the last thing i say um i've got uh pressing engagements as i'm sure that you have oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but thank you very much for doing this um that's right it's been it's been a great chat yeah 100 percent, man I've got, it's something that if you ever want to do it again like, I'm, I'm up for that as i said the first time um a big thank you to you um a massive thank you to everybody that's come on my podcast. 
um, and everybody that's agreed to give their time for the second series uh, is going to happen for anybody that actually cares. Um, uh, thank you to Joe, JCP, Flash, um, Brando, Black Dog. Um, yeah, like Jake Martinelli. There's so many people. Like genuinely, everybody in the in the Lost Together group: Stevie, uh, Jack, Dior. Two sock, you know, every everybody, man. Like, thank you so much, and it, it really means a lot for everything you've done for me. So, to you guys, you're the best, man. Mm. I like you shout out a lot of people that I've been chatting to as well. That's nice. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, man. I'll say like if you're watching on Instagram Live, check out my and you've liked what we've been talking about. Check out my podcast. So it's Doom and Gloom. Yeah, just Doom and Gloom. Um, obviously, Dan's got a podcast as well. Which one is it? Just Hayward. Hayward X Bash podcast. Perfect. Uh, and then, yeah, if you're listening to the podcast, we're going to start doing Instagram lives as much as possible. So maybe come and check us out over there. Uh, but yeah, thanks for coming on. Let's uh, wrap it up and end it there. Okay. Thanks very much. Cheers, Anne. Cheers, man. See you later. Peace.